0: Hi everyone, my name is Rachel Moses and I am Multimedia Associate Editor for Thorax BMG. Today I'm joined by Dr Anthony Laverty and he is lead author on the manuscript The Impact of Banning Smoking in Cars with Children on Exposure to Secondhand Smoke and this was a natural experiment across England and Scotland. So. If Some of you may be aware that after the Health and Social Care Act in 2006, smoking became illegal in any NHS and government building, a year later in any enclosed workplace, and a year after that it became illegal to smoke in public bars and restaurants. So I don't need to tell you the impact that that had. But in 2015 in England and 2016 in Scotland, it became illegal to smoke in an enclosed vehicle when children were present. So Anthony, I just want you to tell me a little bit about the importance of that and the impact on that for children.
1: Yeah, so I mean, as you say, uh, we all know that there have been big impacts of banning smoking in public places and you know that. um, includes impacts on children, includes impacts on smokers, impacts on everyone really and then I suppose that you know one of the next steps was to think about where are children particularly exposed and lots of children are exposed in the car where we know that the toxicity levels of secondhand smoke are extremely high. And also children don't really have control over the the extent to which they may be exposed to secondhand smoke in cars. So this um, was legislation that went through, was voted through Parliament in England in 2014 and we... um, we did a little bit of work at that time just to say, as you would expect, children from poorer families and poorer areas are much more likely to be exposed to secondhand smoking cars. And that was really the impetus for us to think, you know, are we going to evaluate this once it has come in?
0: Yeah, and I mean, you don't need to be a respiratory academic to work out this is a, a bit of a no brainer here. You know, don't smoke in cars with children. It's going to be bad for them. But still, there's, still, there's some controversy that exists around... Um, you know the relevance in that and why it's illegal I suppose so your research particularly around the public health side of things is really important.
1: Yeah so yeah there is controversy as you're as you say and so one thing one of the reasons why I've been interested in this area for a while is if you put it into your search engine you'll find a lot of a lot of articles would say no one has been prosecuted for smoking in the car with their children. So, you know, this is a, a silly law and we should get rid of it. And so I think it's important to try and highlight well try and investigate if there are any actual impacts on child health and to try and highlight them if you find them. So and I guess the, the other thing that I would say and other people would say with me is children can't really control their exposure to secondhand smoking cars and so it's not you know if you think with adults you think well they have at least some degree of choice there but with kids that isn't really the case so um you know i would say it seems like a a well warranted measure
0: the big question is going to be that reliable data source um, for you to reach your conclusions with
1: yeah so that i mean with these things that you know the big question is always how As you say how good is the data and um so i guess both of them the people who run the surveys are a great pains to try and make them nationally representative so you know you can you know when you read statistics which say things like you know three out of every 10 people in britain have high blood pressure you know they come from these similar surveys but um so there are these efforts to try and you know try and take account of the fact that some people are less likely to respond to surveys and in terms of in terms of the question, so it is it is self-report. So in England, you know, they asked these kids in the past year how often we were in the car with someone smoking. And so it is difficult to say, you know, exactly how accurate that is. But um, some previous work um, using the Health Survey for England with some validated salivary cotinine came to reasonably similar. Reasonably similar levels of exposure of kids to secondhand smoke, so it's possible there's a little bit of inaccuracy over there. But um, I wouldn't say there's any reason to particularly doubt them. Um, and also, just I suppose finally, in terms of in terms of actual results, it's because we've used these because we've used this design where you're comparing England and Scotland. So to, you know you would have to imagine that something has happened to the accuracy of the data in England that hasn't happened to the accuracy of the data in Scotland. So that sort of between the efforts to make the survey a good one and our design efforts you know the results I would say seem reasonably robust.
0: That brings us on to the results. So your title is the impact of banning smoking in cars with children on exposure. So tell us about your results.
1: Sure. So the the real headline is that, you know, the impact of banning uh, smoking in cars with kids was that, you know, kids were less likely to be exposed to secondhand smoking in cars. So we have this design where we've looked at both England and Scotland. And crucially, in the last year, we looked at t- 2016, uh, you have the policy is enforced. So it's banned in England, but it's not banned in Scotland. And essentially, you find that as the as it is banned in England there's this sort of four percent absolute reduction so from about six percent to about just over a percent of kids in England you see this quite dramatic fall and you don't see you don't see a similar size fall in Scotland and so that four percent absolute reduction in terms of kids being exposed or if you look at it another way a more dramatic sounding way it's more than a 70% relative reduction in kids being exposed to smoke regularly in cars.
0: So I suppose when you say it like that, the impact has been significant um, and, you know, significant in the fact that the, the impact of the ban has, has been effective, but also for, you know, the health of children. Um, in the lung health of children so where do we kind of go from here what what is what is the next step with this is there any next step is what is the public message to take away from this
1: well one next step in terms of smoking in cars specifically is enforcement is probably not what it could be Um, and so you know there is there's something to think about could enforcement be better and that you know applies across all of tobacco control you know we know there's been these big cuts to trading standards for example so you know we could probably do with more effort on enforcement but um worldwide it's only about one in every five people are protected by comprehensive smoke-free legislation so within england you know we're doing pretty well in terms of protecting people from the environmental harms of smoke but worldwide that's not really the same case and um and then within England and the rest of the UK, probably the, the key thing now is that the government has said by 2030, the plan is to be smoke free. So that's fewer than 5% of adults smoking. We might be on track for that. That is debatable. But we still see these you know, big differences between groups where people in more deprived areas are much more likely to smoke. And so we're going to need some serious effort to close those gaps if we're going to improve you know, both child health and adult health
0: thank you so much I'm sure this is going to generate some discussion and for those of you that do want to read the full paper there is a link at the north section of the podcast and please let us know what you think by leaving a review on our Facebook page at Thorex BMG thank you very much